0: All right, guys, welcome to this episode of the Hyperfast Wealth Summit. I'm here today with Sunil Saxena. We are going to be breaking down a project that we just completed, going through the numbers. So stay tuned.
1: All right, Sunil, how are you doing today? Doing good. Just came from a job site. Everything's looking good. We just got a couple of permits yesterday, so I'm excited. We're rocking and rolling on this particular job. Yeah, we,
0: we got a lot of projects going on, but we, we, we got one we just completed.
1: Yeah, we just finished. It's a nice two-unit in Northeast DC, sold it relatively quickly, and uh, actually sold it during the crazy coronavirus pandemic. So, everything's, you know, that one's done and signed, sealed, and delivered. Yeah, this
0: this one I'm excited to uh to talk about today. We're gonna break down the numbers in a minute, but I'm excited to talk about it because like Sunil said, this thing delivered beginning of March, right around then, late February, like right when coronavirus started, right when the lockdown started, like we couldn't do open houses, couldn't do big events there like we're really good at doing. So a lot of a lot of you know wrenches were kind of thrown at us mm-hmm. at the last minute on the sales process but the project ended out mm-hmm. doing pretty well like pretty darn close to our pro forma even though we had this black swan event happen mm-hmm. And uh, we cut a lot of checks to investors
1: last week, right? Yeah, we paid all our investors back last week. The top unit uh, sold just before coronavirus, like the week before we got in her contract before everything hit, and we actually outperformed on that one if you, if you remember, we were performing like um, I think like eight twenty five we actually got closer to nine hundred for us. We got more in the top unit. Uh, the lower unit, I think we got a little bit less because of coronavirus. I think we would have maybe like twenty to thirty thousand more if we would have just you know not had this issue but that's development. we've had you know projects where we've made more money because they hit during a good market, and we've had projects that just for whatever reason hit during a bad market and uh so that's just part of the game, but at the end of the day we made you know actually I think you know we actually hit our perform on that one because the top unit got more
0: yeah it's pretty pretty cool to see like just how strong we've been. Telling investors this for years, but it's it's really cool to kind of see it play out where we have this weird event. We have 40 million people go unemployed across America, which is a, a terrible thing. But DC, this market is resilient. It kind of like shrugs it off. And right. you know, the price points that our projects are right. dealing with, these are these are you know, the typical buyer is making at least, you know, six figures. And Mm -hmm. these are the types of jobs Mm -hmm. that are very resilient in the DC market, government driven, all of that. And to me, it's, it's just exciting that we delivered such a great product. The numbers worked out pretty darn close to what we thought, even though we had this, you know, once easy. in a like generation, right. lifetime, multiple generation type event.
1: Like, yeah, that's what I mean. I have said it so many times. I almost I I, I don't want to overhype the DC market, but I literally feel that the DC market is one of the best in the world. Actually, that's why investors from you know all over the globe are, are wanting to invest in in, the, in DC. And pretty much for what you said, I mean we've got this you know eight hundred, maybe eight thousand pound gorilla called the federal government that always spends money no matter what, and they tend to spend money when things are bad. That's when they spend more money. And the nice thing about DC is you've got that eight thousand pound gorilla, but you've also got so many other industries. We've got you know we've got Amazon coming in. We've got uh, we're, you know the suburbs are becoming the data center of the entire east coast of, of the United States. You've got biotech with NIH here, so it's really just an incredible economy that there's always something happening. And especially when you're inside the beltway, like you're saying, you know DC obviously isn't inside the beltway. Uh, the jobs tend to be very high paying jobs, and they're always there. So. Um, again, not to overhype it, but um, to me, it's a no-brainer, you know, invest in DC because the, the, the downside is, is much, um, much more limited than, you know, if you're in Omaha, Nebraska or some smaller market. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you have a client
0: that needs to buy or sell a home in the DMV area? Then why not trust the highest selling team in the DMV, the Kerry Scholl team? We've helped thousands of buyers and sellers and would love to help your clients. And we guarantee we will save them time, money, and stress throughout the process. And they will be so grateful that you referred them to us. Go to kerryshull.com to learn more. Again, that's kerryshull.com to learn more about sending us your clients that need to buy or sell a home in the DMV area. That's kerryshull.com. Yeah. So let's let's jump into the numbers real quick. I think this is one of the first times we've Broken down a deal live. So hopefully this goes well. But refresh my uh, memory here. We we bought this uh, end of 2018. And what was the
1: price? $650,000 purchase. uh, You can say January 1st, 2019, right right around there.
0: So $650K was the buy. And and Uh what what did we buy? It was uh, just a row home, right? A beat up row home.
1: Old row home, very bad shape. Um it did it was actually being used as a it had like two different tenants in it. So right. it was already like a two unit at that time. It was in kind of rough shape though, right? It, it was in it was in really rough shape. I was actually in the building before we purchased it and it was it was in really rough shape, yeah. Yeah, so 650 on the buy and then
0: uh construction. What did you know we we basically had to turn this thing into two two-level condos, you know, really really nice beautiful product um, what what did that cost?
1: yeah, we normally per unit on on these smaller deals we usually do we usually spend about two fifty per unit, but this one we spent a little bit more per unit because um you know it gets in higher end area that's what allowed us to get the higher price points because we spent more on finishes so we spent about six hundred on construction in this one
0: six hundred uh, what other cost would we have had that we need to include here the hold so the the bank loan on this was was what in the five percent range? Correct. Yes, correct. Uh-huh. So over the course of, you know, a little over a year, we were probably about 70, 75k in interest. Um in, in, you know, adding some bank points and all that, probably around 8, 85, somewhere around there. So all in, we were, you know, with our 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 cost little over one, what does that come out to? Ch-ch-ch-ch three three five maybe? yeah one three three
1: five is, is like our total like you know kind of hard cost yeah, you can even say you know 1, one three five to make it round round up even if you want or whatever right
0: because we, we may have had some other miscellaneous small things so one point three five mil the sales side here we were uh unit the top unit got uh just under
1: 900K, right? Yeah, but 900 it was just a couple
0: thousand under it. But yeah, 900, 900 and the lower unit was in the sevens, right? 730. Yeah, we, we sold
1: for 750, but we had a 20, uh, 20K uh, seller uh, credit. So 730,
0: 730 net. Yeah. Yep. So our total sale was 163. Mm-hmm. And we, we paid out of about 50k on this and buyer commissions, dc taxes all that. Right. So that's going to take our our net sale down to 158 somewhere in there. So you can see, you know, we got 158 of, mm-hmm. of net profit, 135 in expenses. So this again, this is like a smaller project. It's a very yeah, for us smaller a very small one, project. We Still pulled in. That's gonna be roughly 230 k. You know, that's right. after paying the bank. So, mm-hmm. you know, our investors got paid out of this pie, and I think we raised um, the total. The total we had to pay investors to deliver the mm-hmm. return was about 60 k in preferred return on to our investors. So this yep. is. This is how much the investors made. So you can see we had a even with this black swan terrible Mm -hmm. event, Mm -hmm. huge huge margin above Mm -hmm. uh, what we had to pay out to our investors. And you know, on on a one five eight sale, you if you back out these bank expenses, uh, we're well above twenty percent return on cost, which is a
1: great metric to hit. Yeah, I think even you know. The, the return's been great. This is a very small project, only two units. So the return has been great. But given the fact that we had to take a little bit of a haircut of the price because of the current situation, plus our, our overall time of the project probably increased by about three or four months because of all the delays and the coronavirus and this and that. So when you add it all up, you know, it's still a great deal despite having all these, you know, kind of whatever issues that were outside of our control. Yeah, great. Great. I mean,
0: just to kind of wrap up, like, Great projects. Mm-hmm. We delivered a twenty percent, you know, return on on cost or above that. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a ton of margin, you know, over what we needed to pay our investors. Like, you know, we could have taken almost two hundred thousand dollars more in haircut on right. the price and, and still, still, still paid say, right? our investors. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's just it's just exciting that even though we had this. Once in a lifetime event, right. we still still hit our numbers, still yeah. delivered a fifteen percent return without the risk and volatility. You know, this this happened too, like right in the middle of the stock market crash.
1: Which was yep <laughs> kind of crazy to right. I'm sure our investors were happy they were with us and not in the stock market during this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, again, you know, not to, you know, reiterate too much, but that, I think that's because, you know, we we bought the project properly, we we, we performed properly, uh, we're in a market that no matter what, pretty much you can sell property because it's Washington, D.C. So I think when you when you add all those factors up, that's why we were able to deliver a project like this, uh, even during, you know, arguably probably one of the worst times for real estate. It, it was a short little cycle, but, you know, 08 was a bet, really bad time for real estate, but this particular one was similar in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, so I am excited we'd had this kind of result and look forward to giving you more updates as well. Stay tuned for our next episode. We're going to dive into an overall review of where we see the DC market and what our projects are doing right now. We'll see you next time